Hi guys and welcome back to Oceans and Emotions. How are you guys doing? I missed you last week. Um, it was just a really hard week so I decided to just take the week off. Didn't want to present not my best self for you guys so um, I'm here today feeling great. Really excited to talk to you guys about my writing process and I've hinted at this episode for a while or like I've talked about um, recording it and we're finally here. I'm really excited because I have a lot that I want to cover and I just think it's really interesting um, especially like if you're someone who's interested in writing um, in any form. I like I personally love to hear like about other people's writing processes because everyone writes so differently and I think that's the beauty of it Um, and just getting to see like the inner workings behind a piece or like see inside someone's brain see what they were feeling and thinking um, all of that just really makes it a lot more interesting and intense and authentic to me so yeah I'm just going to dive in and tell you guys about my writing process and kind of my beginnings with writing and how it's just kind of culminated into the fact that I am a writer at my heart, like that is just what I do, it's what I love, and it's something that I'll do for the rest of my life, and I have done for several years now. So, all right, so let's take it back, and I'll just kind of talk to you guys about where writing like kind of came into the picture for me, um, because it grew into my passion for songwriting because of my already very strong passion I had for music. Um, because I've always been surrounded by music since I was little. Um, My grandparents, my entire family, I mean, everyone basically is like musically gifted in some way. And I just think that that's awesome. And it's been really, really awesome to like grow up in that environment where singing is very like important and soulful for us and just like super, I don't know, it just brings us all together. We're always playing music. We're always talking about music. it's just, it's cool, and I always felt like, or when I was younger, like, I would look at it as, oh, everyone loves this, everyone does this, like, everyone watches Christina Aguilera music videos and just, like, dances and, like, wants to be her, like, that's what everyone's aspiring to be, um, and obviously I realized, like, oh, wait, no, not everybody wants to be a singer, but I super, 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 like, that's all I wanted, that's all I wanted, and it's still really all I want, that's a dream that has never died, um, but I would say for me, writing was definitely introduced to me in a different way, but then like when they came together, it was just like life changing. So I started really caring about like actually like my take on writing and stuff in fourth grade. I had a really awesome like reading writing teacher. Um, her name was Mrs. Price. She was amazing. I loved her classroom. It smelled like roses and she used Pilot G2 pens and would, like she taught us cursive even though I don't think it was like in the curriculum. She made time for that and I just loved her. And the way that she taught writing, I mean, it was just like the simple like fourth grade style obviously like where you're just learning um, the different parts to like an essay. And I just really loved the way that she would explain it about how you're trying to capture the reader's attention and how you want it to come to this resolution at the end where it's like the fireworks show at Disney. Um, That's literally like the metaphor she used and I thought that was so cool. Um, And I don't know, she just made it really exciting and I was really good at it. Like I made great grades in her class and um, I think I ended up getting a perfect score on the um, tax for writing or whatever. So like I just always... I've always loved words, first of all. Like, I'm just a very chatty person. I love reading. So it was kind of just like 
bound to be something that I enjoyed to do and then of course for me like at that age anything that I like did well at obviously I was like okay yeah like that's right I'm gonna own this um so it was really cool to like fall into something that I really liked and to be able to see it grow was like insane to me because I started off with just you know taking a little bit of an interest but whenever I got more into like high school um it was like this kind of this journey that went two different ways so I started writing my own songs and my own just like poetry and that kind of stuff when I was 13. Um, I just remember like having this idea one day and it just came to me and it was just like this whole thing I was singing in my head and um, I just started writing it in my notes app on my phone and (laughs) there it all just kind of began. Um, I would write about everything and I go back and I like read (laughs) some of the stuff that I wrote back then and none of it's like horrible but a lot of it's just super dramatic I literally never experienced like all of the things I was writing about. It was just like my wild imagination and kind of pulling from like um, other songs and like feelings that they would give off and like just putting myself in that place for like heartbreak and just all of this turmoil. So um, (laughs) it's really interesting. Um, I definitely had um, an overactive imagination, but that's definitely something I love because even now, like if I'm going through a time where I'm not that inspired, Um, it's pretty easy for me to like get the wheels turning for my brain to come up with something so um, I do appreciate that ability and I think that's really something that most writers possess is just that ability to you know really make something out of nothing and keep that like childlike whimsicalness where you're able to um, I don't know imagine things and just create a different world in your head. Um, It takes a lot of creativity and um, I really am not a fan of times where I'm not able to be that creative if I'm going through something and I'm not able to you know if other feelings are weighing me down basically I always hate that because my favorite thing about writing is just the whimsicalness the magic behind it um and so yeah um I was 13 and um at the same time I was also really loving writing in school Like, I was doing um, UIL competitions for, like, different forms of writing, Um, usually, like, editorial style. Um, There was one competition that was a ready writing competition that allowed you to be more creative, and I always loved, loved, loved that, but I didn't ever do that well. Um, But it was definitely a chance for me to just really, like, let it all out um, and kind of tie it all back to something and I always learned something I felt like every time I was done writing um, those papers because I always choose kind of like the more personal anecdote kind of vibe um, every time I was finished with one of those papers I was just like oh nice like cool I've I feel like I have a complete thought here and it's something that you know I needed to to hear so <laughs> um, it was just really fun and I just realized that I really love just writing like I don't really like structure (laughs) when it comes to writing and so that's kind of where the worlds are starting to merge even more. Um, I am just someone who appreciates a stream of consciousness style of writing so much more than anything else. I just think that um, I'm someone who's very much driven by my feelings and so my writing is very much driven by my feelings and so um, if you listen to my episode where I talked about my college experience you'll kind of see like where this all came to a head because I really enjoyed writing in that journalistic way to a certain respect and I definitely 
you know, in school I liked writing research papers. There were certain things in that other side where I could, you know, make like a quote-unquote serious career out of. Um, I, I don't know, I, for a minute there was getting roped into that thought, like with music journalism and all of this, uh, <clears throat> with music journalism and all this stuff, but um, it just, it didn't feel right. It wasn't authentic to me. It wasn't what I spent all my time writing, you know, in my free time. Um, and it was honestly more draining creatively than anything else. Um, I don't know if anyone else has ever experienced this. Um, it was just very much so the opposite of what I wanted to do. So that's where that journey came to a close, but I can still definitely appreciate that style of writing. I can like consume that style of writing and read it, but I just don't think that that's what my pen is supposed to be creating out here. So um, ever since I, you know, changed routes and wanted to really pursue my passions, it's definitely been a weird, rocky road. Um, but I feel like I've made a lot of strides creatively. Uh, my writing has changed a lot. I mean, like a lot. I feel like I write so much more than I ever did before. And this, like, in this part of my life, like there are no, I don't know, there are no barriers. Like I don't hold back. My writing is a lot more honest and I have begun to write about really, really, really complex feelings that I've been dealing with in uh, this time of my life, this whole year. And I think that's really interesting and, I don't know, it's been really weird but cool to, like, watch it grow. And sometimes I read these things back and I'm like, holy crap, like, I just need a second. Like, like wow, sister, you really, you said that. You put that on paper. You put that in your notes app. But it just feels so good. And, I don't know, I just have a newfound appreciation, I think, for writing as well so now like whenever I listen to music I'm so much more like drawn to a song if it has great lyrics if it doesn't then I usually am like mm, don't waste my time like I need something that is gonna have something to inspire me it's gonna give me a feeling it's gonna put me somewhere that they were um in a situation they were in like I just really really love super visual writing as well and in music it's such an amazing thing because words and then music the power those things have separately and then together it's just seriously unmatched um just thinking about the delivery of lines the drama that you can add to a song it can feel so cinematic and so many of my favorite artists are my huge inspirations in the writing and music world simultaneously because they do that so well I would say if I had one goal, it would just to really encompass myself both sonically and through like my writing. I think that it's just, it's something that, you know, we all have those outlets that really truly show who we are, like our fundamental selves. And these two combined making songwriting and just that whole journey that I've taken, I've realized that that is absolutely when I feel like my most authentic self. Whenever I like am done writing a hook or if I get this idea for a song and I write it all down within like five minutes, I mean, it just literally keeps me going. It's like an electric current, the way that it feels. It's just, I've always called them like my little lightning bolts whenever I just have a moment that's, oh, I have either like one line, two lines, it doesn't matter like how much or how little, it's just I have an idea and it's its own idea and 
it's just I, I love that so to break down the way that I write like I want to kind of segue into that um, like I said when I was 13 is whenever I started like freely kind of just writing and as time went on uh, it wasn't just so cut and dry because in the beginning I would simply try to write like full-on songs or like I would just write down the random ideas I would have and then go back and like try and work those into something or combine them with other ideas and as time went on I got better about doing that um I you know just depending on what I was going through at the time I'd either be super inspired have lots of ideas super uninspired and I would have to like try to make something out of what I had already um And it was interesting because back then I didn't play any instruments and I had literally no like knowledge of like anything technical with music. I still am very, very like just uneducated in that respect. And I definitely need to sit down and teach myself all of the fundamentals of music and singing. But I am just doing what I like to do. (laughs) You know, I'm just figuring out as I go. And um, just my passion is what drives me. And so um, back then, I I would literally just like hum the songs on my voice memos. If I like had an idea for a melody, I would literally just have to hum the melody into my phone for future reference so I wouldn't forget. Um, and then there are a lot of songs that I completely don't remember how I would sing them. So um, yeah, I definitely think I hit a new stride whenever I taught myself guitar in 2016. Um, I was horrible when I first started out, but I thought I was amazing. And I think you just have to fake it till you make it because I definitely got better <laughs> and I definitely have a lot of room to grow. But um, it's just crazy. I'm like, oh my God, like now in my headspace that I'm in, if I would have heard myself playing like that, I would have freaking thrown the towel in, which is, you know, obviously no, like I wouldn't do that. But it's just funny because I thought I was good, but I was so bad in the beginning. But that's okay. Practice truly does make perfect. And, um, I kept at it and it's one of my favorite things in the entire world now because it helps me have a well-rounded moment whenever I'm just kind of like, oh, life is dumb, let's manifest, let's pretend that I'm playing a concert Um, or like the BBC Radio 1 Live Lounge. Like I just have so many moments where I'm literally pretending to put on a show Um, because I have this whole setup in my room with like a speaker, a microphone, on a stand even. I have my electric guitar and amp. I mean, I really think of it all because I have lights going too. It's just an entire vibe. But um, yeah, I don't know. I just, it used to be something that I would really try for. And as time went on and the more comfortable I got with it and the more I realized like this is something that I think I could be good at, you know, like there were definitely pieces that I really liked. And um, when I would show people the reactions I would get were literally so, I can't even explain the feeling. And we'll get into that a little bit later. But I just wanted to round this thought out and say, um, I got more comfortable with my writing. And that just led to me writing in different ways. Um, I would write just like I said, how earlier I really appreciate stream of consciousness style writing. I mean, I would just open up my notes and I would just go to town. Sometimes they would sound super poetic because of my word choice and um, just depending on like what I was describing or feeling. Um, And sometimes they were just straight up rant style, me needing to get whatever was in my head out. Um, And I think a lot of beauty can come from those moments because you're just being super honest and that's the best style of writing is when, um, you know, you're just 
you're literally just typing away and by the end like you honestly you've learned something new and that's how it feels for me it's like a therapy session in my own right which I think is really cool because I am someone who's very intimidated by the idea of therapy simply because I just don't think I would be able to open up I just don't see that happening for myself (laughs) like I know I would just like beat around the bush or like kind of open up but not fully where it seems like I am but it's like oh no I have a lot more underneath and it would just become like a game to me so this is my therapy this is how I come to terms with things this is how I get over things this is how I just you know keep myself in positive spirits because uh the joy that I get whenever I create something that I'm proud of is seriously the best thing in the entire world and um it's just a non-stop thing. I mean, I could be sitting there like in a room talking to my friends and boom, like I have an idea. I'm going to whip out my notes app and I'm going to type it down and I'm going to make sure it's, you know, something that I can recall later. I can't tell you how many times I've been like in the shower or just like doing something like where it's an inconvenient time and I can't write it down and then boom, like I can't recall the memory later and that's really not fun. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I look in my notes app and it is just an array of so many different pieces. Um, Sometimes I have a hard time even like saying what they are because sometimes they're poems, sometimes it's just, I don't know, like a paragraph or two, um, just fueled by emotion. So basically I just write in any form that it comes to me um, and it's completely random and Uh, Those are the best things and the best feelings when it's organic and it just comes to you Um, because there are definitely times where like I'll sit down and be like I haven't written anything in a while and I'm going to make myself write right now Um, and unless it's something that I like absolutely need to do in that moment where I'm like doing it for like reasons being that I want to clear my head or whatever um, if I'm just like trying to force a song like no it's not going to happen. I have before and those are usually ones that I read later and I'm like delete it's trying too hard it reads as trying too hard and you just don't want that like I always want my things that I create and put out there to be something that has a lot of feeling is something that I felt so strongly um, that I want to share because I think that we all have something that we have to share with the world and I feel like my entire life is so deeply rooted in feelings that that's what I am here to share. Um, I'm someone who feels it all and I think that we should all be more open about feeling or whatever it is that we have to give to the world. Just be open about it. Talk about it, man. I promise you it feels great. But um, there's one activity that I wanted to do um, on this. But before I do the activity and we start um, kind of rounding out this episode with some examples of my writing, um, I just wanted to give some advice. Um, If you're a writer out there and you feel like, you know, this is your heart and soul, you love this so much, but like you're holding yourself back from sharing your writing, I promise you as someone who, I mean, I hold myself back. Like I literally have so much to share and I have not shared even like just the tiniest bit um, just based on some of the songs I have put out there. Um, There's so much more to come and I'm just, I want to be that voice of reason for you and hopefully myself in which to say that you should share what you have because I guarantee you people want to see it. My favorite thing is reading just anything, any form of whatever, it, it could be, it could literally be an article or a poem or a song or 
just a caption on like a picture. I mean, writing words, all of that just, it takes you somewhere because it perpetuates something. That's what I um, was writing about a few weeks ago, um, talking about how if I love something, I perpetuate it um, by writing about it. I will secure it space and time in my life. And that's just what I've always done. Um, anyone who's ever been a part of my life, if you've made any kind of impact at all, I promise I've written a song or a poem about you. Um, <laughs> it's just the way that I express myself. And um, I know that if I were telling myself this, like it wouldn't really do much, but I promise you, everyone wants to hear it. Everyone wants to see it. Every, anything that makes you come alive that's what the world needs. I have this quote that I always get wrong, but it's literally my favorite quote. If I don't have it on my phone, I'll just try my best to recite it because um, I don't know if I have the actual picture on here. But it's basically a quote that says, um, don't ask yourself what the world needs. Ask yourself what makes you come alive because the world needs more people who are alive. So I don't remember who said it. <laughs> so embarrassing. Um, but I just love that quote because it's so true. Um, whatever makes you passionate, I mean, it shows whenever you're doing it. And that's what the world needs. Um, I love seeing passionate driven people because it inspires me. So um, put it out there, man. I promise you, I mean, send it to me. Comment on this podcast. Like, I just really love when people showcase their passions and I think that we can all do ourselves that favor especially after such a freaking horrible year you guys this has been such a crazy year um we just need to go back to what we love the most and that's what's always going to guide us um so for the activity that I was talking about I wanted to break down the song 21 that I have on YouTube um if you haven't checked it out I wrote this song right after I turned 21 it just kind of flowed um, just talking about my feelings at this age and um, the song itself is very simple and uh, the demo is all right it's not my best work but I do love the music video um, I did like a little lyric video to accompany it and like I said it's on my YouTube um, you can just search Raina Lowry 17 or just search 21 and then Raina and it should pop up um, it's only like two minutes long so I uh, won't take up too much time um, but what I like about that song is um, it's just a very layered song, but you wouldn't maybe know that right away. So that's why I was like, this is going to be perfect for this activity because I get to talk more about like what feelings I'm talking about um, in these like super brief lines. So yeah, this is basically going to be my take on like a genius episode. Um, I could definitely do more of these if anyone would be interested. I would love to do an actual parody like on YouTube, but I would need like a green screen or like at least a yellow background. So um, anyways, this is how we'll do it podcast style for now. Um, so yeah, the song is called 21 and I'm just going to like read through the lyrics and dissect them for you. So starting with the first verse. So this is 21. I just want to run away from everything I know. Can't say I'm having fun. I'm deprived of love, but I can't let myself let go. So in this verse, I'm talking about two different things. Um, whenever I say I just want to run away from everything I know, it's something I quite literally mean. <laughs> I mean, I lived in Austin for a period of time, but for the majority of my life, I've obviously lived in my hometown or like at least neighboring towns. 
and I am so over it. Like, it is just, I literally just want to go somewhere else. I want to live somewhere with different views, with a different belief system, because it is very conservative in the South. Um, I honestly don't even want to live in America at this point, Um, but it's just the fact that You know, I've been here for so long. Of course, there's great nostalgia here, but there's also a lot of just, I don't know, I just feel boxed in sometimes. So um, that feeling of escapism is very, very high on high alert these days and uh, just all throughout this year. Um, I went through a stage like when quarantine first started where I drove to the beach all the time and I didn't even realize like it was that often like it literally felt like once or twice but it was definitely upwards of like five or six times um which I slowed down on uh just you know due to the pandemic and obviously everything going on in my own life but um I miss it definitely needing that soon um anyways that's the escapism that I'm talking about there and then in that next part um I do feel in a way I am deprived of love I really am not the best friend that I could be and um, that's something that's really hard for me to acknowledge because I'm like I don't want to like think that I'm not being a good friend but in a way I'm not because I don't put myself out there and I'm not I'm not even like you know making new connections at all so I'm like I need to really you know be present in the relationships that I have but I've never been very great at relationships in general just because I get very 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 wrapped up inside my own head and that's the part where I'm saying I can't let myself let go like I genuinely just don't know how to I don't know how to invite new people into my life I don't know how to form new connections and maintain relationships it's just all very hard for me (laughs) um but we're learning every day and um writing about it helps um and then this is I guess kind of like the chorus Uh, Don't let anyone too close. It's just a matter of time till it explodes. You're good at being alone. You don't need anyone. Um, So this is basically something like I tell myself in my head, like, you know, might as well not get close to anybody. Like, don't let anyone in your inner circle because you're just going to disappoint them. Um, Because a lot of, like, friendships, um, relationships, whatever, in my life um, that ended were not necessarily, like, ending on a good note. Um, I was just thinking about that whenever I was writing the song. I was like, yeah, I've had some like kind of weird, I don't know, just like I wonder now how those people perceive me because in my head I'm like, dang, that was kind of a dramatic little departure. So um, it's just, it's become something now that, you know, I'm like, hey, look, those situations haven't ended well, so just don't even, you know, think about it. So Next verse. So this is 21. Look at what I've become. This world's made a pessimist of me. Don't think I'm the only one who's just avoiding love, but the clock is ticking. Am I ready? So I really do feel like this year has kind of put me into more of a pessimistic outlook on life. And I am not like saying it's made me pessimist forever. Like that's a line in the sand that's been drawn. Like I obviously want to see the good in everything and I want to see the silver lining Um, but this year has definitely been really hard and it's had a lot of dark moments Um, so that's me acknowledging that change that it's kind of made in me because I've really never had a pessimistic bone in my body. I used to be the most positive, optimistic, naive person and uh, yeah, 
this year and recent years have really, really done it to me. So um, I, de- I do kind of maintain a little bit of a pessimistic attitude at times now, which is very weird. Um, and I also am mentioning here, yeah, that I really, I don't think I'm the only one who's just kind of avoiding the inevitable just of relationships and I don't know just that entire kind of realm I'm like I'll save that for when I'm ready and I feel like a lot of people in this age and in this time are feeling the same way um but also at the same time like time's moving no matter like if I'm ready or if I'm not like it is already September of 2020 and like it's weird you know like I'm growing older with every minute and that's always emphasized by a birthday so I thought that I had to include something about time because time is literally my perpetual struggle it is the biggest thing that just seriously makes me lose my mind so um yeah that's something that I'm always feeling whether it being in regards to love or friendships or forming relationships that will help me grow um it's honestly just with everything all together And then uh, the next chorus is tweaked a little bit. Sometimes I just want somebody close. It's just a matter of time till I explode. I'm used to being alone, but I'd rather be with someone. So this was really like strange for me to like put out there because I've always been someone who's like, like relationships, love, ew, disgusting. Um, My very, very mild experiences in that realm uh, have just really turned me off to the entire thing. So um, it's weird for me to admit that, you know, there obviously is that part of me. I am a hopeless romantic. I mean, I'm a writer, so I have to be. Um, but no, like, I obviously dream of falling in love and having that fairy tale ending and having someone that just understands me and I, someone I can share my writing with and, like, talk to about all the things that plague my mind and I'm not just, like, in my own head. Like, obviously that's something that I'd want it's your human nature to like want somebody um and that's me finally acknowledging that coming to terms with that too because I literally get so like down on myself whenever I'm like in a hopeless romantic mood or if I'm like just yearning for that especially because I don't try to entertain love in any way so it's like girl why are you in your feels you literally like said you don't want this but you know we all want love and I think you know whether that be in the form of like a new friend or with a partner like whatever I just think that you know at this stage of my life I'm really feeling the need for like people around me and presences with me and like I don't know it's just part of it all and so the last little bit so this is 21 better make up my mind before my time is up because that's really just genuinely what it feels like um every single day I'm like what should I be doing differently like what else can I be doing um and I get really 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 discouraged because these days lately have been extremely hard and it's really hard to get myself to do anything that in my mind constitutes uh productivity um but I have to understand that I'm grieving and life in general just feels very broken into pieces and I'm just trying to figure out how to put them all back together so just like I said in the beginning um we got to be gentle with ourselves be gentle with each other and um turn back to what we love because writing has seriously gotten me through everything just about everything else in my life and so 
um, I'm really counting on writing to help me get through um, this grieving process. Um, And it's been about three weeks now since my grandma has passed. Um, And I wrote this the other day. And so this is just one last example before I end this episode um, of writing in different forms. So I don't know if you would call this a poem or if you would just call this a little anecdote. Um, Like I said, all my writing comes in different forms. And um, this piece is one that I've written to describe kind of my feelings with grief and how it's materialized in my life um, so far, at least. So um, warning, sad, (laughs) feel free to skip over. Um, I won't have any bad feelings if you do. Um, And I will see you next Friday at seven. But if you want to hear this one, um, it doesn't have a title. It is simply my thoughts put into a few lines. So This one, um, yeah, I wrote on the 29th at 1130 in the morning. Kind of weird. Missing you feels different. I don't really think I've felt something in my bones the way I feel when I miss you now. It's a cold walk alone on an unfamiliar street, and the light at the end feels make-believe, but I have to know it's there to continue on. The emotion gets trapped between my lungs. The tension builds up my spine, grown from roots that have always been there. My deepest fears could be calmed by you. It's hard that I can't just run to you. It doesn't seem fair that I had to lose you so soon. Everything seems to spill out when I cry for you. I wish I could just talk to you. So I turn my head up to the sky, and I do. Oh, okay. I'm like on the verge of tears now, but you know, like it's just really, really important for me to chronicle my feelings and that whole thing is a new feeling and it's really strange to feel this but it's really beautiful whenever I'm able to put it into words so um, I'm so thankful for you guys for all of your encouragement Uh, this podcast brings me just a different sense of fulfillment and so just to know that anyone out there is listening to this, I mean, I couldn't even tell you how much it means to me. So thank you guys so much for listening. Um, Next week, I have an idea for a crazy topic, um, but I mean, we'll see about it. I'm also thinking of doing an advice episode again soon, so let me know if that's something you guys would like to see. Uh, And until next Friday at 7, guys, I will see you then. Bye!